Hello and welcome to episode 2. How do we deal with friend breakups? Today's episode will have me and my very first guest sit down and chat about a particular shared experience we both have had despite our vastly different backgrounds and personalities. Something we believe a not a lot of people talk about in person as well as in popular media. We're going to be talking about friendships. friend breakups to be more specific drifting away and losing touch despite never meaning to can be a bit tough to deal with since no one really taught us how to right this is your host shambhavi and you're listening to do the right hey what's up Hi Nishant hi how are you doing I am I'm doing okay as far as all things are considered <laughs> yeah how's quarantine going um well i mean i i can't say it's been going well you know but then i don't think anyone can right um, right right you know we're we're almost into november now and i'm not sure i'm a fan of this new new way of life I feel like I have adjusted to this new way of life in the most terrifying way possible. Like I don't even get want to get out of my flat at this moment. Like there was a time when lockdown ended and I was yeah. really pumped out to like go outside with masks and sanitizers and stuff. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I am at that point now where if someone asks me to meet them I'm like do I really have to do I really have to like put on jeans and stuff? Yeah, I mean, you realize you realize doing going through all those precautions, um, trying to trying to figure out trying to figure out the ideal time and place for you to meet with your friends. You know, uh, finding finding something that won't be quite as crowded, or finding a time that won't be quite as crowded. Sometimes, sometimes the hassle might not be worth it. Yeah, it's too much friction. Yeah, exactly. So that reminds me have you met your friends since this quarantine started and since this whole pandemic started Um no I I mean a few of them uh came over to my society for like 5 to 10 minutes Right and apart from that I haven't really uh, met anyone but my girlfriend you know So um it's 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 pretty weird because I see I see people going on vacations to different states of the country and I have to struggle to meet anyone who's not living within the same four walls as my society. Yeah, that's pretty absurd people going on vacations at this point. I mean, I have to think twice before even going to buy milk or something and here people are like just vacationing. It's pretty absurd to me. I mean, I understand where they're coming from. I really understand, but I think they should like wait for a while but like there is no I think there is no end date to this whole pandemic so that's why people are just like you know fuck it we'll just see what happens Yeah I mean I agree but I just feel like um when uh, when we do stuff like this which which is somewhat irresponsible we are delaying the end date even further So how do you try and stay in touch with your friends then 
especially during this pandemic and quarantine situation well um, i think i think when the pandemic started i did what a lot of other people were doing you know i tried to i tried to have video calls with them and then uh, there was this video calling app called house party that that was that, that became around. really popular yeah. Yeah, yeah you know let you play games and all with a lot of with up to eight people at once so right. that was fun yeah i But remember the, there was like a phase in quarantine where everyone was playing ludo or like yeah, video exactly. calling every week and putting screenshots on instagram and yeah. because i think everyone saw this as a kind of a breather initially yeah exactly mm-hmm. i remember all the instagram challenges also being the norm back then yeah that was going around and everyone is like you know just like go along with it although i found it really stupid but i was like you know yeah. it's okay i mean people are trying to stay in touch trying to connect trying to have fun and, and like you know everyone's just passing through their time during this yeah exactly difficult time exactly. and like yeah. I, mean, i thought it was just a way for people to bond you know so um i mean you know whatever helps people feel connected with one another Yeah especially like after you graduate from college and like everyone's busy with their 9 to 5 Monday to Saturday I don't yeah. think you really get time to bond even on a Sunday because I think Sundays are usually for yourself and your me time alone time Yeah exactly I mean you know the, uh, the concept of of your friends having lives outside of their relationship with you uh it took me it took it took me at least a while to get used to it You know? Yeah, I think that happens especially with college friends because you're used to living with them for four years. Yeah, so, exactly. So, um, I'm sorry, you were saying something? No, I was saying that you know because when you live with someone for four years and you're usually like always together, it's really hard for you to understand that you know, okay, this has ended and they have a life of their own, and it's you know, it's maybe it's tough to like stay in touch with people. Yeah, exactly. I remember going through the same thing. um back when i finished high school and then right. all of us went to our different colleges right and then the same thing is happening now after you know graduating from college although yeah. this is on a on a different scale because now i think I mean, you live with someone for for a while and then you know your expectations are just different than studying with them in the same class yeah and also like i feel like college and college friends this idea of a or this idea of college being this whimsical magical place where you make the best friends you live with them you party with them you have you kind of i think have certain kind of expectations from college friends as opposed to school friends because yeah. uh, in school you're not actively trying to make friends you just happen to be in the same class and you make friends but in college yeah, you exactly. meet so many different people you you know churn out your own group of friends and people you like so there are and i think there are certain there are certain kinds of expectations that happen from college friends that don't happen with school friends that's what i feel i mean what do you think about it well when it comes to expectations i think um you know it coming back to your point of you know everyone having this idea of college being a magical place yeah right. and i've always wondered you know, where did that come about from you know like i try and think um, when i try and think about what my parents college lives must have been you know i i wonder if they had these expectations as well or is it now you know now that we've we've got access to so much content around us and a lot of it is westernized 
right. you know and and obviously i'm not saying that the western idea of college is something magical or whimsical it's presented to us that way and yeah, and, and when we when we started getting those expectations we we did not know better you know so yeah personally for me i feel like you know i never had a very close knit group in school and yeah. because i grew up watching movies like dil chahta and stuff i always thought that you know i will have these group of friends in college and we'll go on tri- trips and stuff and we'll have a strong bond a bond that was shown in movies as something unbreakable or yeah. something that you know it's going to stay as long as you live so i have like massive expectations that i did not even know like subconsciously it just started like building up and up and up and i was so excited to live yeah, that exactly. life exactly and i'm sure movies like student of the year wouldn't have helped in that regard as well. <laughs> right so i mean what kind of like i want to talk about this with you next i wanted to ask you that you know what kind of expectations you had when you started college and towards the end when you when you were ending college what kind of expectations you had from your friends in terms of staying in touch both when you started college and both when you had like a close knit of group close knit yeah. of friends what kind of expected of expectations you had with them and so when i entered college i i i tried not to have a lot of expectations okay and i mean i i was trying to realize that you know this is my college life and you know it it might be very different from what i have seen in movies or read in books that is very and mature of you because we were 17 at that time no you know i i mean i just i don't know there was always part of me that wasn't very social okay at the, at the end of the day always, i always liked to be with my own thoughts you know and that so that was my expectation going into college no like i just wanted to be with the flow and dekhi jayegi stuff like that okay and then once college started i realized i was uh, getting go- getting to be a part of all these groups in which i didn't know i mean in which i didn't have these individual one on one bonds with the members of the group you know they were always friends by association so okay. this guy is a neighbor of this guy and this guy is a classmate of this guy right. so we're all hanging out together right and you must have thought that you know now that you have a group like the so called social group yeah. you have i mean you must have felt a sense of comfort and security oh, yeah it it does i mean there's there's a there's a charm to uh, to you know say going going to the dining hall and getting an entire table to yourself right as in to your group right 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 No I understand where this concept of group comes from I mean it's human evolution we are supposed to like you know yeah. prosper more when you're in a group but yeah. I feel like you know when I was a part of a group in school uh, in college like when initially college started I was part of this group and then it faded out and then like the next semester I actively tried not to be a part of a group because you know I felt like my voice was very suppressed when I was in a group and yeah. i am one of those people who's very opinionated about stuff so i don't yeah. i don't like it when someone doesn't ask my opinion about stuff i don't like it yeah. yeah and i felt like you know i was being very rude when i was always subjecting my opinion onto others when they did not even ask for that so i felt very uncomfortable in that situation 
and i felt like that was the reason why i was actively trying not to be part of groups subconsciously because i have like you know spoken to a lot of people in college and i've had one on one bonds and i feel like there are people who just let go when they are talking about stuff they don't want to subject their opinion because it's too much of a hassle to you know argue with yeah. someone or stuff yeah. like that like how have you dealt with that i mean first of all it's it's really uh, fortunate that you realized that at such an early stage of college you know no i mean i think i was doing it subconsciously as in uh, uh, i did not want to be part of a group and then after a few i think semesters i realized why i didn't want a part yeah. to be part of that group like when i was psychoanalyzing my whole situation as to why my college life is not the typical quote and quote college life that i had dreamt of or i had expectations from yeah i i started like thinking about as to why i felt uneasy to, of the fact that i don't have a group but also why i was actively trying not to be part of group Hmm. Right. That's, like how 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 do you yeah how did you deal with that like how did you were you able to ex- freely express your opinions or like are you an opinionated person how did you like navigate around that being part of such a big group as i know about you Well um when uh, in in the earlier years of my college life i i did not navigate at all you know i was just in the flow all right this is a group oh okay guess i'm hanging out with these guys now Right. You know. Right. It only I think it was during my third year or the beginning of my fourth year when I realized like you don't need to hang out with everyone right. to have fun or to have a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. You can you can you know you can go eat on your own or just take one or two people with you. You don't mm-hmm. need the entire gang to be there. And um also what I realized back then was when you're part of groups you know on the outside it seems like oh wow, all of these guys are so close with one another but once you actually closely inspect say the interactions happening during dinner right. you realize there are all these miniature subgroups right you know people where, where you can clearly see you know this specific group of 2 to 3 people has their own inside jokes they're yeah. clearly more comfortable with one another and not comfortable with the others or not as comfortable right and nobody exercised their own agency as as their own individual selves at that point at least yeah. for me right no i understand where you're coming from i feel like you know i don't i don't think we should like shit on groups so much too because say whenever i got sick or something i always felt like you know if i had like a group of friends i could just yeah. ask any one of them to take care of me because when you have one on one friendships I like I I thought you know whenever I would get sick someone would come and rush to help me. Yeah, yeah. But I forgot that you know when when you have one-on-one friendships people tend to get busy people tend to have their own lives and stuff. So What? I mean that was one thing that that really itched me in the sense that you know I thought that having a community a, a sense of community a group is a sense of community right yeah. and and everyone helps each other in a community exactly so i felt like you know that is when i started really in- inspecting as so should i really you know actively try and be part of a group to feel more secure because i never felt that sense of security with a group of people in college i always felt a sense of security with certain people yeah but not a group because i had massive expectations i did not want a group but yeah. i also wanted my expectations to be fulfilled 
with individual people and wow. i think that 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 really uh, like broke some of my friendships in a very bad way that yeah like have you had like friendships phase out in groups or how how has certain friendships lived their life up to now after graduating well i feel like after graduating a lot of a lot of my friends have have phased out you know like you said and mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not necessarily because of something we do it just happens mm-hmm. you know like some of my closest friends have gone to the other side of the world mm-hmm. and i do try and talk to them as much as i can but sometimes you know i'll get replies after like a day or two mm-hmm. or what i mean sometimes it sometimes the time difference is a bit too difficult to handle <laughs> but you know after college i've also in fact after school i've made i've made uh, friends in the most unlikeliest if if that's a word the most unlikely of ways yeah you know, like I, this one person i was i wasn't necessarily friends with him back in college but you know i knew he was a good guy and mm-hmm. you know i liked talking to him and mm-hmm. uh, and after college i i had this phase of sending memes to you know a lot of people like a lot of people you know i just kept sending and like, oh wow this person might like it this person might like it and so on right. and then i realized i wasn't getting that same sort of reciprocation back you know and and uh, i mean something that really hurt me was one of my close friends you know, was just ignoring my messages and then he told me that i sent a lot of stuff you know right, and right. then and then i realized like why should i be putting so much effort towards people that are not doing remotely the same for me and you know i'm not saying that they're bad people you know maybe their lives were just a bit too hectic mm-hmm. but because of this i started gravitating more towards people whom uh, who were you know at least trying to check up on me right so there are two things i want to pick up from this little anecdote you said Yeah. First like the kind of expectations you have from people or friends you make in college especially. Yeah. And like you know there are sometimes that you that the person you don't know what the other person is going through when he said stuff yeah. things like yeah. you know yeah. you do you yeah. send too many memes. So yeah. there is one thing I want to talk about the kind of expectations you have after you graduate from people and especially college friends because you have like shared a home with them for four years. Yeah. and also like you know making or like uh, making stronger bonds with people from unconventional places like the internet so there yeah. are two things i want to talk about so like you know, let's just start with talking about the kind of expectations you had with people after graduating like you must have had this sense that you know we'll stay in touch we'll we'll meet yeah. once in a while or they'll video call me or they'll check up on me and how yeah. how has that been going with well i so when i graduated those were pretty much my expectations you know you know like we'll still keep in touch we'll still hang out virtually like we used to mm. you know we'll still have fun we'll still laugh like we used to but that's when i realized you know i mean not for everyone but maybe some of us were just friends with other people due to being in proximity with them yeah exactly and, you know now that that proximity has gone people move on fairly quickly I am not one of them and a lot of people aren't but there are some who are Yeah that that happens I mean if you're friends with 10 people eight of them are friends with you because you just live with them 
I mean, they are nice people, but I don't think you have a stronger or deeper bond with them as such yeah. to really, like, you know, pass the test of time of friendship. But yeah, you know, exactly. like, I'll I'll take the example of my own best friend. Like, uh, she has always been one of those people. We I had a very deep bond with. We are very different people. I'm very talkative. I'm very lo- loud. Yeah. I'm very opinionated. But uh, that person is just very closed off. Like. She likes talking about things when they're fun, when they're light. But yeah. whenever you talk to her about deeper stuff, she tends yeah. to close up and she just tends to avoid the conversation. But I never thought that would be an issue when I was in college. And yeah. uh, like you know, we used to have fun. We used to th- talk about the future and everything. And uh, I think she she moved states after a while after we graduated. Okay. And uh, then it became very tough to be in touch with her because it yeah. wasn't just fun and games anymore. Like you know, she could tell me about her day, but it was mostly just classes. So yeah. there was nothing fun or interesting we were sharing. So you know, people then generally tend to talk about deeper stuff. Like you know, so how do you feel about this? How do you feel about your career progressing? Or is there yeah. someone in your yeah. life or stuff like that? And she tended to like she tend to avoid those conversations very actively. Oh. Yeah, so like you know, I, and in my head, I thought it's you not. Know, she is supposed to be my best friend. I am supposed yeah. to call her up every day. She's supposed to tell me about her day, and you know, we're supposed to be in touch no matter what. And I'm supposed to. I mean, these are the kinds of expectations I had. I did not even know. And then I kind of lashed out on her, and you know, that became a very like ugly part that I just regretted doing it when I did yeah. it because I'm pretty sure she is her own person. And her take on friendships and her take on bonds would be very different. Yeah. So that is just that that hit me to actually talk about this conversation we are having. Yeah. Also, the fact that you know uh, what you mentioned, you know, you started having a closer bond with someone you were sharing memes with, although you did yeah. not talk as much in four years of college. Yeah, exactly. So that is also something I want to talk about. Because uh, whenever I told anyone that you know my top five people, if you ask me my top five people, two of them are people I met on the internet. Like you know, he shared a blog link, and I just responded, and we started like talking, and we started uh, call talking on the phone. And I think I met him one year after conversing with him. Imagine, wow. so like for one year I did not even meet him, and we had this deep bond because when I met him. Yeah. It felt like I have known him all my life, and I'm not even romanticizing it at this point. And you know, at this point, I've had like half of my college life was over, all my school life was over. But the bond I shared with him, I did not find a single person in school or college that I could share that kind of bond with, right? And for the longest time, we did not tell people that we met through the internet, because you know, when people saw our bond, I, yeah. you know, they they, they I think they were. probably judging us as to you know how can you make such bonds through the internet and i was like you know internet is just a medium to meet people yeah. like school or college is the whole idea mm-hmm. of you can make close friends from school or college or the place you live in yeah. is just pretty absurd to me because you know i have like my best friend is my partner two of my close friends are internet friends so you know i am evidently not living the conventional life i was thrown yeah like i was subjected to or i was shown at right so yeah. i was i always used to think that you know maybe am i am i doing life wrong 
like uh, why do i have these massive expectations from someone who is so close to that i knew is close to but i still had massive expectations from why do i feel ashamed telling people that my closest friend is i met through him through the internet why is you know why do people not believe when i say that my best friend is actually my partner and there are so many things that started like delving into me as to why am i thinking that this is wrong this is just my life and you know this is not supposed to be right or wrong in any sense yeah it's it's your life it's what you make of it isn't it yeah and like you know also on the topic of romantic expectations i feel like as like what we talked about how friendships are supposed to be this permanent thing yeah. and how relationships or boys or girls or partners are supposed to be this transient thing so you're supposed yeah. to maintain this kind of distance from the person because they might hurt you yeah so you build walls around you from your romantic yeah. partner but you do not build any walls from your friendships so i mean i think we have this kind of rule book already given to us as we started progressing through our teenage that has affected our relationships with people in a very negative way yeah absolutely i mean i people are very afraid to create a deeper bond with their romantic partner unless quote and quote they are very sure of them yeah and they have massive expectations from friendships yeah i've noticed that too so this 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 you know I'm, i'm so this comes this is the premise to my next question that how do you deal with friend breakups the uh, question of the hour that we're trying to solve what yeah. do you think are the ways that you know people can deal with friend breakups i think a lot of it boils down to adjusting your expectations and mm-hmm. to the realization that you know it's possible that your friends however close they may be to you they may have moved on they may have found a new group a new circle of friends or you know sometimes sometimes that's just how life is you know they they could be legit great people you know they you could you could laugh with them you know if you just call them up the next minute but i mean there's the has i feel like understanding and dealing with friend breakups has has to do a lot with trying to understand the perspective of the other person right i mean you know this is the rule book that's given to us in terms of relationships that you know give the other person space don't be that yeah. toxic person in your relationship who is expecting a lot from the other person or yeah. understand where where you where the other person is coming from and but why do we not have a rule book for friendships because people should keep their friendships healthy too right i mean you know people because they have massive expectations and because they have no uh, sense of space to give to the other person half of the friendships became become toxic i mean there are people who ghosted on me there are friends i had really great bonds who ghosted me because you know i was one of those people who did not give proper space to the other person yeah i i tended i i was all like i was i always wanted them to be here with me listening to me rant or you know listening to my day and you know things like that and i i i never understood that you know i may be the toxic person in this friendship and this this has resulted to the other person ghosting on me okay. so i feel like there should be like a, a rule book for friendships too as we have a rule book for relationships 
I mean, not a rule book in the sense, but you know, we should also try to approach friendships in the same way we approach relationships. And we should also like, you know, not be afraid to be vulnerable with the other person when you are actively like romantically involved with the person because mm-hmm. then it kind of uh, creates like this friction and this uh, wall which doesn't let the bond go deeper i mean are you are you saying that basically you don't want like you don't want um friendships to have this totally hands off approach you know? like right. like whatever works works exactly yeah i agree with that because when when you talk about the hands off approach you you lay so much emphasis on the fact that you know circumstances will be ideal the other person will always have time for you will always be there you will never be fed up of your presence but that that's just not how things are exactly. and it took me took me a while to realize it and it wasn't a very good experience yeah because you know we have we have 100 people to tell us how to deal with breakups but we have no yeah. one to tell us how to deal with a friend breakup and i think because, it's a very similar approach yeah because you know people always talk about fights between friends but you know fights are something you can get over and you know just just you know things will be fine the next day yeah N- nobody talks about friend breakups because i think it's it's like an alien concept for people even yeah because that's what movies taught us friends never yeah. leave exactly they'll be there you know you call them 20 years later you know you still be you know you could still be gossiping about about your college teachers about yeah and he'll take a flight across the ocean for you to come to your dog death anniversary or something i mean that's, that's very that. unrealistic <laughs> yeah it 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 is and and uh, i haven't come across a lot of people talking about it i had to realize it myself yeah i mean once like i i think this idea sparked when i was actually sitting and thinking as to why am i feeling uneasy about my bonds with people yeah yeah and um yeah i mean i've always been afraid of feeling left out you know like i always had major form more fear for more sorry um <laughs> which is why i mean, that could be a part of why i was always looking to be part of groups subconsciously i never did it with a purpose right like just the sense of belonging but now i realize you know i mean some people do have, get a great sense of belonging where i with while associating with as many people as they can at once as for some you know you don't need that many i know either approach you know whatever makes you feel good that's it's great Right. Yeah, but there shouldn't be one approach for everyone because at the end of the day everyone's their own individual with their own experiences that will lead them to have their own ideas of friendships and relationships and you know friend breakups right on that good note let's uh, i think we are at the end of the podcast episode now it was great chatting with you nishan i i had a lovely time here too all right stay safe thanks. yeah you too thanks for having me yeah that was nishank and uh, i guess the conclusion we could derive from the whole conversation we had was deal with your friend breakups the same way you deal with breakups i mean we have a whole rule book since years and years and uh, you know take a very healthy approach in friendships 
give them space understand where they're coming from and uh, i think uh, your friendships would be healthier from now on this is your host shambhavi and you're listening to to the right and i'll see you in the next episode